1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On The Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. This is 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez with On The Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. My co-host and our real estate expert is Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties. Good morning, Asif. Good morning, Tina. And you have our first guest today. I do, Tina. Our first guest today is Deputy Chief Economist with CMHC, Alid Abjorworth. Alid, welcome to On The Market. Thank you very much. Uh, we're going to focus on the national picture this morning, and it seems home sales in Canada have fallen slightly, as we've seen over the last uh, couple of months, but it's not making them much more affordable. What can you tell us about uh, what's happening with the Canadian real estate landscape right now? Well, there's a lot of things to unpack. Um, first of all, demand continues to be very strong. It may have been, there's, there's a note of caution coming in with the Bank of Canada expected to raise interest rates, or it already has, and, and it's expected to raise them quite a bit more. So I, I think there's a note of caution uh, coming into the market, uh, but long term we see strong demand growth on a limited uh, supply response. So this year it may be a bit tricky, but um, long term at the moment, it seems that um, growth will continue in line with fundamentals, albeit at a slower pace. Now, earlier this week, um, the numbers were released, and it suggested that April home sales were down 41% from last year, 27% since March. What do you think about those figures, and what does that suggest going forward? Yeah, I, I think this feeds into uh, uncertainty about uh, what the Bank of Canada is going to do or how much it's going to do. Our suspicion is is that a lot of um, home sales were pulled forward into last year, so uh, there was anticipation by a lot of buyers that uh, the bank would have to raise interest rates at some point, and so a lot of sales occurred last year. And so you're having a bit of a reaction this year as the Bank of Canada does indeed uh, raise interest rates. I think the other, uh, I mean, it's difficult on a month-to-month basis, but uh, the other reality is that house prices have become really expensive. And so there are affordability challenges across the spectrum. It really is, and, and complicating that is the supply issue across the country. And you know, we already had limited supply, and now with people pulling back a little bit uh, with the uncertainty, we seem to be getting less supply on the market. And I mean, the, the homes that are out there are sitting a little while, but we don't have that catalyst to really increase supply, and, and that seems to be, you know, helping the uh, the unaffordability. You want to say in, in raising prices, so prices seem to be going up, not at the pace they did over the last few months, but. Uh, in the in the double digit still, uh, how do you explain that, and where do we go? Well, exactly. So, I mean, th- th- there are two parts to that. One is that the uh, listings are not really very high, um, depending where you look. Uh, so, there's not a lot of stuff available to be bought in the market. 
but then, particularly in the Toronto and Vancouver region, we're seeing long-term undersupply of housing, of, of new construction, um, exacerbated uh, with inflation and uh, supply chain problems uh, affecting construction. So uh, new, pr- uh, new housing coming onto the market is quite limited. Listings in the resale market are a bit limited. And so y- y- you have this um, inexorable growth in demand facing fairly limited supply growth, and it- it's leading to an affordability challenge. And do you think that buyers will delay their home purchase then as we are now in the middle of the spring market? It's possible. I think um, there's just a lot of uncertainty. Um, When people are faced with uncertainty, sometimes the best action is to take no action and and hold Mm -hmm. back a little bit to uh, see where the dust settles. Um, That seems to be what's going on at the moment, and so maybe there will be a pause. Uh, It's obviously hard to see... uh, how long that will last because it'll probably last until there's more certainty in the markets on where things are going. Lots of comparisons being made to 2008, 2017, and and we had exactly what you just said, a a pause in the market, but it's very short-lived. And coming out of that pause, the market just exploded. Do you see something like that happening over the next few months? Um, it's it's difficult to call exactly, the, but there is a risk of that. So, like I said, the, the the supply of new construction is not great, uh, and because that supply is not there, there's always these the risk of, of prices um, jumping up again. It's we need that long term increase in new housing supply to keep housing prices in check and to try and get some affordability into the market. Um, when you have these supply-constrained markets, uh, it's always possible to get this uh, jump up in prices. So we've talked about supply issues. We know that interest rates are climbing. What do you think will happen next? Um, well, it, it, my sense is there's going to be a pause, um, but Interest rates will, I mean, they'll probably climb this year. They may climb more than people think um, because the Bank of Canada um, was a little bit late in increasing interest rates, uh, as was the U.S. Fed, as we'll find out today. Uh, Well, not today, but as we found out on Wednesday. Um, So... But the so it's it depends on how the uh, macroeconomic picture will develop. If growth continues, um, the number of households continues to grow, uh, immigration continues, then we just see demand going on and increasing, particularly in the GTA, the Grand Golden Horseshoe, Vancouver. So, but but uh, without more supply. Mm, it's difficult to call for this year, but over the long term, prices will probably continue to rise. And your point about interest rates going up, uh, I think uh, you know we are anticipating rates to go up, but a lot of people were qualified at a stress test level of 5.25%. Do you see rates going past the 525 And what would the fallout be if they do, not only from a consumer perspective, but from insured mer- uh, an insured mortgage perspective? Yeah, there is certainly the risk 
that interest rates go above that, the uh, mortgage rates. The Like I said, the Bank of Canada seems to be a little bit late in reacting to the inflation. Um, there's always a risk that if inflation has become a little bit too entrenched, that the Bank of Canada will have to take more action to try and get inflation back to its 2% uh, target. So where that leads us is, I mean, Canadians are heavily indebted, um, particularly in Toronto and Vancouver. And so um, with interest rates going up, even even those on uh, fixed uh, five-year term uh, mortgages, uh, when the when those mortgages come up for renewal in, in a few years' time, they're probably going to be facing higher interest rates. So um, there's, there's a lot of... I, I, I don't foresee a major damage from this, but it, it certainly uh, will be an increased burden on Canadians as they have to face these higher uh, mortgage payments. For sure. And uh, thank you so much for the great information and for your time this morning, Alec. Thank you. After the break, the BMO Homebuyers Survey. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. I'm Tina Cortez, and of course, our real estate expert is Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties. And Asif, you have our next guest. I do, Tina, and it's Ashish Arora, Regional Vice President, Specialized Sales Group from BC and Yukon Region for BMO. Ashish, welcome to our show. Uh, thank you, Asif. Pleasure being here. Now, there's a, a BMO survey done, Ashish, and Tell us a little bit about the survey and what does it mean for buyers? Uh, absolutely. Uh, the BMO Home Buyers Survey uh, was conducted via online survey of a sample of over 1,000 adult Canadians who are planning to buy a home in the next 12 months. The survey helps us understand the consumer mindset when it comes to future home purchases. Specifically, it helps paint the picture of Canadian Canadian home buyers' perception of the current housing market, their purchase plans in terms of location and the type of home, their finance plans in terms of mortgages and down payments, and much more. And, and if I even go more specific, uh, as consumers today consider buying a home, they have to deal with rising costs on a number of levels. Three quarters of home buyers expect the cost of housing to continue to increase in the next year. 84% expect inflation to continue to increase. And three quarters expect further rate increases as well. So these financial hurdles are having a major impact on the purchase plan of these consumers. And in terms of what they will buy, when they will buy, most understand that they will need to spend more. The impact on timeline is split, though, with some buying sooner before prices go up and some holding off to see if prices come down often. And did the survey tell you how much buyers are willing to spend? Is it more or less than previous years? That's a great question. The, and, and the survey did tell us that. The survey found that over the past year, the expected amount to pay for a house has increased by an average of 100000 
which is up uh, 26%. Uh, on average, home buyers across the country are expecting to pay 588000 And there are regional differences. So, so for our Ontario listeners, uh, the regional price uh, that, that buyers are expected to pay is 790000 um, and, and for example, across the country, BC comes in at 768 and Alberta at 428,000. So certainly some regional differences, but on average, 588,000. And, and for some, they're looking at these numbers, Ashish, especially outside of the uh, GTA area and Vancouver areas, and they're thinking this is unaffordable. What can you tell us about what buyers are willing to spend in provinces across the country? Yeah, so so this is the as I mentioned that the five hundred and eighty-eight thousand on average is what the buyers are willing to spend based on the, the survey we did. So if you wanted me to go, I have I have the details on on pro, uh, province wide as well. So I shared Ontario and BC and Alberta. Prairies is four hundred and one thousand. Quebec comes in at four hundred and fifty-five thousand, and our Atlantic provinces come in at. 355000 on average. And are buyers willing to move out of the city centre as they were probably early on in the pandemic? It's a great question. So uh, a couple of interesting things in this survey, uh, we found that um, throughout the last two years, we were seeing a shift among home buyers moving away from the city centres. This obviously was driven by the need for larger living space while working from home. With people slowly returning to working from the office, we're seeing a shift back to city centers. And of course, affordability plays a major role in where home buyers decide to purchase their homes. With detached prices up significantly recent years, condos will become more of an affordable option. And, and major cities continue to be popular def- destinations while a preference of moving further from city has seen a decline this year. So, so Toronto continues to be the most popular city considered in the survey with 28%, followed by Vancouver and Montreal at 15% each. And Ashish, with interest rates rising, housing costs going up, even inflation, what can buyers do right now to prepare for their purchase? Yeah, great question again. Um, I would say, like, the home buying process can be overwhelming for so many people. So first thing, it is so important to work with a trustworthy mortgage specialist who can guide you through the process. Um, our advisors are focused on helping customers build a plan and find the best solution for their unique situation. Um, with the reduction in housing affordability and improvement in housing supply in the coming months, it will help in moderation in home prices. However, we're not expecting a major decline in home prices, given that the underlying economic support from rising employment, continuing demand for millennials, and a strong immigration expected. So for our consumers to protect from rising interest rate while they're finding a home, they can take advantage of incentives like BMO's 130-day rate guarantee by locking in their rates through a pre-approval. Once pre-approved with BMO, customers can lock in their fixed rate with a 130-day mortgage rate guarantee, which, by the way, is the longest rate guarantee of any major Canadian bank. What this means is if rates go up, you'll get to keep the lower rate. 
if rates go down, we'll honor the new lower rate. And lastly, really sitting down with your financial advisor, ensuring you have a plan, there's a budget, uh, you know the top line where you want to go. Having that conversation really helps everyone go into the market with a ton of confidence. Well, then, do you advise that just because you can afford or you've been approved, should you proceed in that home purchase? Yeah, I, I would say, you know, every situation is unique. So so if you have been approved, pre-approved, I would certainly say take advantage of the pre-approval. As I mentioned, the 130-day great guarantee at BMO, you are, you're protecting yourselves because we are expecting increase in rates. So, so when you protect yourself and you know what you can qualify for in terms of the home financing mortgage, it helps you narrow down either the location or the type of home that you want to buy. So, so that helps you move forward with confidence. And if the timing is right now, yeah, let's move forward right now. If your preference is to wait, you know for sure what the rate will be and the amount you qualify for. And Ashish, the uh, the million dollar question: Rates are expected to rise again. Do you think this is going to bite into affordability and also the sentiment, the buyer sentiment that's out there, or market psychology? Where do you think we're going to be going with buyers over the next three months? The survey found that it's it's a split. Where, uh, as I mentioned earlier, if some are considering to buy now. Uh, because they do expect the markets to stabilize, however, prices to continue to inch forward, maybe not at the pace that they have, while some are waiting to see the impact of what high interest rates will have uh, on prices. Our view, as I again mentioned earlier, is uh, we see we see normalization um, as there is going to be increase in supply that comes in market, which is a good news story. Um, however, we are in a strong economic environment, and we do expect uh, immigration to impact uh, the demand. So, so we don't see a, a drop. We see a normalization, which is healthy for everyone. Great information, Ashish. Thank you very much for joining us, and we look forward to speaking with you soon. Thank you for having me, and have a great day. When we come back, your real estate questions and the hot listing Brought to you by Souk, simplifying the home ownership experience. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions. And the first one comes from Lori in Thornhill. She writes, I have just sold my home and I will be downsizing. I will need to purchase all new condo size furniture. What are my options for my current furniture, including bedroom sets, kitchen tables and chairs that will not be sold with my home? Asif, what are Lori's options? That's a, that's a great question, and it's something that everyone faces, but we've never actually been asked that on air. And what we suggest is the best way to do it, Lori, is 
Facebook marketplace and people are selling so much stuff on there. And usually the same day people will come and pick it up. All you need to do is take some pictures, post it on there. Kijiji is another uh, place that you can post it for sale. And then there's companies that will pick it up if you're donating it. So there's a lot of people in need that could use furniture, you know, dining tables, bedroom sets. And there's so many places that will actually come and pick it up. It was closed off for COVID. Nobody was picking up furniture, but now it's opened up again. So donations are a great way, you know, if you can drop it off or if you want them to come and pick it up, you can just Google places in your area and they'll be happy to come and do that as long as it's in pretty good shape. Or you can always put it on Marketplace or Kijiji to sell it. And what about those companies that say that they will host your content sale? What do you think about those? Those are good. They take a percentage off the top, but they do all the work. Uh, you know, if, if you want to save that, the fee that they're going to charge you for, it's almost like a consignment sale, right? So they'll they'll put it up uh, and if people come and purchase it, they'll get a share of that for hosting the content sale or the estate sale. Uh, and if they don't, then you're still stuck with it and you're going to have to find something to do with it anyway. And back in the day, the garage sale was an option. Is that still a thing? It still is. It's coming back. I've seen a few garage sales over the last few weeks, and it does seem to be coming back. People are putting up signs. And and again, it was a COVID thing where people didn't want to go to other people's houses and and pick up furniture or clothing or anything that uh, other people had touched. But now it's coming back, and, and you're starting to see some pretty good deals for garage sales as well, you're starting to see signs pop up Saturdays and Sundays. So again, if you have the time, it does take a lot of work for a garage sale. Uh, but if you do have the time to set it all up, maybe get some of your neighbors in on it and do a, a street sale, that would be a great idea as well. Our next question comes from Frances in Markham. Her home has been on the market for eight weeks. And while there has been interest, no actual offers. What should she do? Take it off the market or reduce her price? Asif? Well, it's really tough to comment on a specific home that's under contract, but I'll just give you a generic answer to this. And basically, there's only three reasons why a home doesn't sell. One is price, one is condition, and one is accessibility. So if you're allowing people to go through, there's no restrictions on timings or days. If your house shows well, you've decluttered, you've renovated, you've staged it properly, Uh, The only other thing it could be is price. So you may need to revisit the price point. You want to lead the market. You don't want to always have to chase the market. So you want to make sure that you take a look at price points uh, where they are right now and you're able to capitalize on setting the right price and getting the traffic through. And if you have 10 people through in the first 10 days or so, you should get one offer. So every 10 people, you should probably get one offer. And if not, then let's look at the three areas where, you know, they're going to affect your sale. And again, that's price, condition, and accessibility. As a reminder, you can send your questions anytime to info at 1059theregion.com. But Asif, if our listeners prefer to contact you directly, how can they do that? You know, they can always reach me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Just before we go, the On The Market Hot Listing brought to you by Souk. That's S-O-U-Q-H, simplifying the home ownership experience. Asif, over to you. You know, we're going to go back to Cornell in Markham, and that's the pocket between Ninth Line and Donald Cousins Parkway. It's between Highway 7 and 16th Avenue, and there's a fabulous detached property 
for sale. It's 42 Cornell Meadows, and this has a coach house as well. And, and you know, for someone looking for an investment property, there's about $5,000, $5,100 in potential income from this property. The coach house leases out for about $1,700, $1,800, and the main home, maybe about $3,400, $3,500. So lots of potential with this home. It's a, it's a larger home. It's got a beautiful lot. It's a corner lot, and it's on for $1.699 million, which is a great price for a home this size. And if our listeners want more information, who can they contact? They can contact Kara Daniels or Laura Lee Prinzen, and Kara can be reached at 416-888-5272. If you missed any part of our show, go to 1059theregion.com or wherever you get your favorite podcasts, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Audible. I'm Tina Cortez. Thank you for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from Remax Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.